the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 it's john DePietro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website it's dipietro.com well it's tuesday all eyes are really overseas with uh, president biden on this tuesday june 4th 15th and we're going to see exactly how he's going to do uh, on the world stage boy there's a lot at stake between what's going on with china and still the investigation into the lab i mean by all accounts we all know what happened even you even have john stewart i'll play the sound coming up john stewart the comedian even joking on late night with that stephen colbert i mean they're both as progressive and liberal as you can be and even he is saying like come on like we're supposed to still wonder how this got out and how the virus came from and then of course you have the problem with russia something needs to be done they're harboring criminals they are harboring these different criminals that are hacking into united states countries and we don't know where that's going to go with the damage they could do this summer and going on uh it is akin to when afghanistan was basically harboring the taliban when you allow criminals to operate out of your country protection just to cause havoc folks you see where they they just cause havoc with the united states with our elections with hacking into our different corporations and causing disruptions and it's all things like that that add up but uh all pressure on president biden and by the way something else that needs to be addressed is and i've talked about this but this this business that somehow the biggest problem facing the country right now is white supremacy i mean for them to even say something like that it is uh it is clearly not the threat it was and they still can't understand the narrative of why people don't feel that one day right three hours on january 6th compared to you watch six months of all those protests and the destruction and there's been good commentary recently as to why is it that the people involved with the capital and they're all still locked up why are they locked up and yet last summer you certainly didn't see antifa black lives matter all these anti-government groups especially the antifa crowd and the pacific northwest and other parts they're, they're certainly not locked up and all those protests in dc and new york city and in all the destruction that was done the other thing that needs to be done there's a good piece in the wall street journal the pay is generous the work non-existent federal unemployment bonus was a bad idea to begin with it needs to go immediately and they're exactly right latest labor department statistics show an all-time record 9.3 million un filled jobs even though more than nine million americans were made unemployed alarm bells should be ringing in washington 25 republican governors have suspended a 300 week supplemental unemployment benefit but 25 mostly blue state governors like governor mckee will let the bonus run into september even with jobs plentiful in nearly of the state why well biden team democrats warned repeatedly the march stimulus would shrink employment by five million to six six million because the rewards for not working three months later the evidence is clear the stimulus bill stimulated unemployment not employment more than a million jobs are waiting to be filled in the construction manufacturing sectors but these industries have gained almost no new employees over the past two months these are high playing high paying blue collar jobs folks you know this is going to be a major problem when we go into the fall and with the new his results new study the committee to unleash prosperity 21 states in dc households can receive the wage equivalent of 25 dollars an hour in benefits with no one working in 19 states benefits are the equivalent of 100,000 a year in salary for a family of four with two unemployed parents in all but two of the blue states the 300 supplemental unemployment insurance benefit plus other welfare can pay more than the wage equivalent of a $15 minimum wage it's very simple a family with two unemployed parents 
can double up on unemployment benefits, meaning 600 in weekly bonus payments on top of normal benefits that average 375 a week for each parent, add in virtual free health insurance from Obamacare expansions, free premiums for those who stay on their former employer's plan, food stamps, 3,000 a year payments, all of that, recipients of government benefits don't have to pay payroll taxes. People with jobs do. It's bad. You're still seeing it. The worker shortage that's happening right now, no end in sight. And you mark my words, at the end of the summer, you're going to start to hear the drum beats in August to keep this going through the fall. Keep the party rolling for those who choose not to work. It's bad for the economy, for the government to do it. But not all states are doing it. All right, a lot more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cannell Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer. Call JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today. For for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401-351-7600, 3517600 it's jkl engineering folks you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website dpetro.com joining us right now is one of my siblings she's a writer columnist for the sun chronicle it is donna perry and dj i want to start off with something that we have talked about and i think there's a correlation uh this past weekend uh, as a family, we celebrated two very big milestones within our family and my yes. family with <laughs> two of my daughters. And it just really makes you reflect at how lockdowns were, how much time was lost. I think there's a correlation to, if you notice, people 
are really still just coming unglued. I think people feel cheated out of time. Uh, the lockdowns and the amount of people that still wanted to continue the lockdowns, it was so destructive. There's no apology, but time lost. I, I think, you know, that's why there's these road rage incidents and these explosions and brawls of young people and the, the, yeah. out, the, the, the dynamics that you and I have talked about during the pandemic of these lockdowns, Donna Perry, have just been so destructive. Yes, and, and good to be with you, John. And we, we were all so happy to uh, share in uh, my beautiful and talented niece's um, celebrations and, and milestones on the weekend. But, you know, you're right, and, and they're a testament to it. They plowed through. It wasn't easy to be a high school student or a college student in these past, really. Now it's, you know, for two years or oh, a year and a half as things really fell apart. And I think there is a larger lesson here. Um, that only now I think there's a lot of reflection back on just really the, I, I think from the beginning it was just a strategic error of how this was all approached. You, you can't close societies in a modern era. You can't, right. you know, and you just can't across the board take that approach. And if you go way back, um, I recall people who then they kind of went into the woodwork. There was Ivy League professors on television in March of 2020 saying they were very concerned mm -hmm. that the West was copying how China themselves was handling this crazy, mysterious, you know, runaway thing and said, yep. you know, this idea of shutting everything seems um, premature and ill-advised and the horse was out of the barn and we all know what happened. So, but you are right. I, I've talked about this over the past year. I had written about this. You know, when young people especially feel very out of order and they feel like things are coming undone. And I think that's a lot of how especially young people at very impressionable ages felt. Um, and we all know, John, on top of the, you know, the crazy closing of everything was we had this wild out of control. And we've talked about it, you know, summer of 2020, just absolutely mm. awful. And, and yeah. let's face it, and violent and these unsettling images. I often felt, felt that also the pandemic's closures contributed to that. So we've talked about that, yep. you know, it emptied out cities and it's just all out of order. And it was in, you know, I'm sorry, the, you know, the books will eventually be written or whatever online, but it's, it was an over extension an overreaction. And I think it's taken the U.S. all this year to come out of it. So, you know, it's true. I think people now are blowing off steam and you see whether it's uh, now we have new types of things going on in the streets um, and, you know, you have fights on airplanes and, you know, all this <laughs> crazy tension has built up. And, um, you know, I, I just think there's a lot of hands on what the decisions were. And then a lot of people in the federal government, they don't want to take responsibility, but they did do that. You know, a lot of overreach yes. from the CDC on down. And, and when you talk to people now who were on the ground in the trenches and they talk about that the directives would change day to day, you know, J.D., what was going to happen last week was not this week. You know, it, it, it was enough. I mean, it was and very disruptive to children, teenagers, high school, college and a lot of young people, it's taking them a lot of time to resettle, get either with the degree, a career, the corporations were throwing a huge curveball. It's huge. And I, I mm. think I will just say this. Maybe I said this before. There's so much focus on January 6th. Well, I think the U.S. government's handling of the past year and the CDC, I think you need a 9-11 commission for that. Yes, I think yes. that should be looked at. And I think some truth <clears throat> needs to come on the table at this point. How do you, you think Fau Dr. Fauci is looking these days? Well, you know, I, and I, I think just as we, there was another report in the past day or so that another um, scientist from that lab, you know, now they, maybe the communist government is trying to like now re-spin it so you know they're trying to get people to come out and say oh these things didn't happen you know look i think his uh reputation and credibility is forever challenged yeah. um and tarnished you know and and i think 
he he's the definition of what we used to say in the old PR was like overexposed. Yes. He shouldn't have been on television six no. hours a day. Yep. Um, he wanted himself to be the face of it, and he was. And then now there's a lot of questions of why he, you know, drew up the narrative and it, and it went from there. But, you know, this country needs to be back in action. Um, I think it's very unfortunate for, and I'm certainly in Rhode Island at the coastline, all the New England states where they're still struggling to get employees because of this very misguided extended unemployment benefit situation. Um, so I, we're not fully out of it in that way, but, you know, we need to be. And Donna Perry, what's also interesting, you know, whether it be Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, no, we're still in the emergency or some school districts still saying, no, we'll probably go back to the mass. What do you make of the fact that we're still seeing a lot of the people? It's it's incredible how even now you'll see I saw, you know, you see people over the weekend and maybe they have a compromised immune system and they feel better. Right. But I think I think. With some people, it has become their identity of, as some of them have said, I don't want to be mistaken as a Trump supporter. So even though, yep, you know, yep. two double mass outside, and that's even people that have had the vaccine. I think that's another example of the unintended consequences. And I was speaking with an educator who said, you know, collectively, they've never had a year like this with either with a number of parents taking their own life, suicides. So, and that is of children graduating. Can you imagine two weeks ago, a parent as their child's about to graduate and taking their own life, the college campus is dealing with that. Um, Again, for all those people that were demanding, like that governor of Michigan and, you know, Newsom and all this other, the stay at homes and closing things down. And then now you have, they're paying people to stay at home the amount of stress they're putting on businesses, it's just, it's still, I think, effects of society. Glued. Right. And and the thing is now, as so uh, this week and well, really the Tuesday, the 15th, I mean, um, ba- Baker is fully declaring the emergency is over in Massachusetts yep. Tuesday. And, so, I mean, that's Rhode Island still goes to July 7th, which makes no sense, which makes no sense, John. And, and so when he does that, that's a very important milestone. He, that yeah. lifts all, all emergency orders. I think over the weekend, Massachusetts, it was the first time and they had zero deaths. Yep. Um, and you know, in the States you can have zero, two, three, there are things have lingering. And then you have, I don't know, two dozen, um, what what cases? And I used to make this argument last year. A lot of times, the, the word cases, should, in a way, was misleading all the way through. That it also meant a positive test. That's right. It didn't. It didn't mean a sick person. No. So that's right. You know, two dozen positive tests, but at this point, in a state of the size of you know Mass, well, you know, it's essentially gone. And if you follow some of the more objective nationals folks that you and I follow online, John, they, they have said that actually that, you know, the, the occurrence of the virus is essentially gone from certainly most of the U S by the way. That's right. I mean, it's down to like a 2% rate. So what's unfortunate. And again, it was some of the, you know, um, Fauci when he would originally talk about, well, when we get down to, you know, John, there's no zero cases. That's right. Something like this might circulate in the population for years. It yes. doesn't matter. It, the U.S. through a very difficult, confusing time, you know, but we, we squashed it. It's, it's, yeah. it's over. And anyone right. who, to me, a governor should have a definitive day very soon. I don't know why McKee is waiting till after the 4th of July. He should oh. drop those orders um, this week, I, the Rhode Island, I mean, the, the virus is not circulating in among the population. So, um, I think there's just been a lot of fooling around with the numbers. Um, some scientists who try to be more objective have felt the U S actually is at herd immunity now for maybe since April or May, because, because as you and I've talked about tens of millions of people had the virus passed through them. So they're actually were infected already. So that's like a, an immune person. Yep. So, you know, that's kind of where we are now. But I, I do think that, you know, we, we need this to be a very big summer. And we all know in the Northeast, I mean, these is, these seasons are short. 
Yeah. Uh, and people were knocked down on their feet. You know, they, they got to get back on their feet in these businesses. And, um, you know, the, the media needs to find a new story <laughs> at this point. Yeah, the, the element of the cases and the way it was being reported by the media, you're exactly right. It kind of reminds me of this power outage. And they'll say there are 50,000 people of power. And I would correct sometimes and I'd say, no, that's 50,000 customers that are without power. If you're right. in a house and there's four people, you're one customer. So that's if there's 50,000 customers without power, the number is, that could be like 200,000 people without power. Right. Folks, quick break, a lot more. Donna Perry, writer columnist for the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110 for MEGA, M E G A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, F H W A inspections, and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24 hour mobile service. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110, it's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly? Or maybe you have problems with it. I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. We're speaking with Donna Perry, writer, columnist, Sun Chronicle. DJ, one more thought about the pandemic. And it is interesting, you know, last year after all the, you know, negative stuff and protests and upper unrest against the police, all of that and all the defund the police, a year later, New York City, <laughs> right, the biggest city in America, is about yeah. to decide a mayoral election. And Eric Adams, former police officer, is at the top on the Democrat side in the Democrat primary. Isn't that so? And it is that to me. And it's because of all the crime and crime has risen. You know, as much as the progressives would like to think it should be about education or social responsibility, the number one topic right now, an issue in New York is crime. So that looks like that could decide the mayoral race. I, and, you know, and it's what, a week away? I mean, that that's yeah. coming. I mean, in my view, he he will... Uh, he will, well, he's pulling ahead. So, you know, we'll see that they, they, a lot of things, you know, can happen with what goes on and they're doing this, um, ranked choice voting, but I, I, I think you're exactly right. I mean, I think there is no other issue. And if you have a population that feels as we, you know, unsafe, chronically unsafe, 
Yeah. And, and things don't feel, you know, just like you don't feel that sense of security in, in the neighborhoods that you're used to feeling that. So um, I think that actually is going to sort of rewrite the narrative of what kind of began last summer. I think people are calling police back and saying, uh, no, we, you know, <laughs> we need police and we need them in the most dangerous neighborhoods, but we also need them in, you know, basic neighborhoods. Um, and I think that is extraordinary, isn't it? That, that crime, which, you know, when you go back, John, I think one of the, somebody wrote in one of the New York, it was New York times, but one of the papers, and they said that it, you'd have to go back to 50 years or more to uh, well before Giuliani. And then back in the seventies when, mm. you know, New York was a scary runaway train and, yeah. and a city of that size and the dimensions and all the boroughs and all the neighborhoods. Um, it's a very thin line when you take cities like that, when they can yep. be at a tipping point and that's very unsettling to people. So I would not be surprised if he prevails and if he prevails as a former prominent police officer, I think mm. that tells you a lot of the politics have changed on that issue. Donna Perry, uh, President Biden, as you know, now a year ago, let's face it, he was not on the campaign trail, really. He was kind of just in the basement, as they used to say. When he got right. confident, they even said he's measuring the drapes in the White House basement. But um, he's had right. one press conference, seemed a little shaky. He's on this foreign trip now, the G7 summit. He's going to be with Putin. And already, I mean, let's face it, he is an older man. This is a long trip. He is overseas Already, he is. Yeah, I, it, I, he's just having a tough time. The way someone who seemingly is even older for their age, um, there's only so much they can hide it. But it, it seems like it's starting to become unglued a little bit. Well, you know, it's. It, I think that's absolutely true, and it's not to be mean or mocking. No, him. I mean um, a lot of people. Again, just so you can be objective. There's no question that, you know, he's he's struggling in a lot of these very large, you know, public situations. There's no question. And I think um, if you look at the way they laid out the schedule, they wanted to pile all of this in one overseas trip, because then I think it'll be many more months before he does another one, you know. And so yes. that's kind of what, what we are seeing, like you say, J.D., that that the impact of that is he's looking... He's really tiring, and yet the most important interaction and meeting <laughs> is still on the table. I mean, he's got Putin yeah. um, coming up. And, you know, uh, on that, I would say that, um, you know, it's kind of funny, his tone at the G7, and then now what we're hearing in the days leading up to this. I think his, his White House team, it, it is ironic, John, that they, you know, so much was made when you think back of they would all make the case and they wanted to say uh that you know oh trump is always accommodating to putin and and uh, that whole thing and he wants to be friendly with him he's an adversary of the u.s why does trump want to be that way and i think biden actually is, uh, was is under a lot of pressure to look tough on putin yeah um wouldn't he be i mean isn't yes. that the contrast they waited right. all this time to show that's right well now they're almost doing this little backpedaling to me, in advance of the big meeting, because I think they know they won't get anything out of it. And then Biden could look like he's getting rolled by Putin. I think that's actually how it's going to end up looking. Um, and I think Putin already, I think he enjoys this and he's kind of getting, he's upstaging Biden already. Um, I mean, he did do this prominent NBC News, like big American interview. And I think he almost like undermined Biden you know, two days ago, whenever that ran with Keir right. Simmons. And he basically said, you know, oh, the Americans are always accusing us and I'm behind the hacking. That's ridiculous. Show me the evidence. You know, he's playing. He's like leading Biden into a trap in my That's view. That's right. Um, and the, the problem, as we are seeing in real time, J.D., it seems to me without a script and they script it so tightly and so in advance, I don't see Biden being very adept uh, at like turning on a dime and having no. to give a different set of um, 
you know, talking points, John. Exactly. Like what, what if they're meeting and then the Russians bleed out info and it looks yeah. really bad? I don't see him having the ability. I don't you know, think so. Which you know, is like, why they're trying yeah. to say he canceled the joint press conference. He didn't want to right. give Putin that exposure. I don't think that's what it is. I think they recognize that that the president would just not be up for it. That's that's you really have to be on your game in that type of stage. But obviously, I mean, the entire world would be watching. Sure. And the gamble, it, it's just not and worth he it. Could, even, he could have a very embarrassing moment. He could. And even today, when it's it's little stuff. you got to remember, his clock is also way off because now they've traveled in the other <laughs> right, side of the world. And, right. But he kept Libya and Syria. And it just seemed yeah. that unless everything is perfectly written out, he can drift. And he got lost today. Even though he was supposed to, he then goes back yep. to his notes he he can drift it's kind of and not to be mean but if you're with an older person and they get lost in the conversation they're telling a story or yeah you know how many of us come down to the basement and say now what did i come down here for yes, and then uh, right. it's like that type of thing as he's walking through that and donna perry someone else who i think is not helping him and that is the vice president now you've worked in media you've worked in politics some time ago she started to rely on a crutch that when she's caught Vice President Harris doesn't know what to do. She laughs and tries to make light of the situation. And I think it's a, I yeah. think it was a bad habit whenever it started. And it, it's getting worse now. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's become more obvious by the day that, yeah. you know, she she also kind of seems to uh, she's very thin skinned when there's criticism. And we've talked about this. Number one. She didn't remotely get the grilling of the presidential campaign trail that is more typical where good or bad that those people get seasoned one way or another. I mean, and she got really was able to escape it. They kind of hid behind the pandemic, you know, the two of them with their masks and they'd have these little feeble statements on a stage and go running away in the media. It's like, can't ask them. So now is now, you know, and she's front center stage. I mean, we saw how she very much bristled during a lot of the, Q&A over her role, you know, in the uh, immigration and going to the Central American countries. And I think that, you know, what she's projecting does not sound uh, like you're getting in command of a obviously very volatile situation. That's right. And she's she's backed herself into a corner with this yeah. like refusal and stubborn oh, thing God. of like, I'm not going to the border. And right. and. JD, it's like basic PR 101. Like you don't back yourself into this sort of this ongoing back and forth corner with the media or at least the media that's not, you know, so front, bent over backwards friendly. So I think they but they've given her that sort of imprint that she's supposed to. It's like immigration. Well, that's the vice president. I think he doesn't want it on his plate. They don't yeah. want it attached to him because, you know what, John, they don't have an easy answer. It is a mess. It's not yep. stopping. No. Um, and despite all the stuff about, oh, this is kind of routine. No, that they're, they're, these are at highs of 20-year highs. So, you know, she's dealing with her stuff that way. And I just think that, um, again, I, I think something that's going to emerge despite a lot of what they've talked about, you know, the hacking and the threat of Russian hacking yep. and being right. tied to these hacks in this country, that is not something they can escape. No. Biden's own the FBI um, guy and, and when he Ray, when he basically said within days when Biden says things like, oh, the biggest threat in our country is white supremacy. Oh, and then God. Ray says, you know, the biggest threat to America is um, the threat of hacking and, and taking That's down right. our you know utility systems. Yeah. So I, I think those are, you know, that's the kind of an issue the public is going to understand if you and no one wants this to happen. But if you have a very big power outage in this country this summer, John, in the high heat, I mean, I just think that's something they have to really. And it ties into with Putin. I mm. mean, Putin is aware. I don't care. They, they say nothing happens in that country that he's not right. aware of. That's right. He and he they're harboring criminals that are allowing right. them to do this and right. causing havoc. I mean, that's what they do. That's what and, he's allowing them and to do. And hurting the U.S. And yes. I just think if Biden comes walks away from that meeting and mm. it's all this very muddled, you know, sort of polite chit-chat, I don't think he gets the job done. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's looking. It could be building to that. So, mm. 
Donna Perry finally, uh, again, finally, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Democrats have called out that Ilan Omar, I mean, the language, it's so anti-Semitic. It's so over the top. You had been predicting this would happen. And then it finally hit a boiling point where she was comparing the United States to Hamas. Yeah. It's just so the language and how someone like that got into Congress is beyond me. Well, the thing is, right. And, and you know, they try to sometimes uh, smooth things over. They try, John, it's inauthentic by Nancy Pelosi. They try to pretend that uh, Om- someone like Omar, her views of this country and the worldview, they try to pretend it's not what it is. Right. She doesn't like the United States. She yeah. wants to criticize it any opportunity she has. And worse than criticize it. I mean, she really does not. But they, I think her worldview is like to compare us to the Taliban and, yes. you know, criminal enterprises. Yeah. And and by the way, AOC really shares the same view. She does. And a lot yeah. of that emerged when the Central American stories, you know, was in like last week when she yeah. said, oh, the U.S. has caused most of the problems and we, oh, you know, propped God. up dictators and we created all this mayhem. Yeah. Um, I just think that, you know, for Pelosi, she tries to then give these like, you know, feeble. She did a CNN interview and she tries to say that's the end of the, the story. You know, like yeah. I rebuked her. Um, but those vicious attacks, when, when they are going so viciously against Israel, it does yeah come back in this country as strong anti-Semitism. We're seeing that in real time. You've seen attacks on people in New York, L.A. And, um, you know, the fact that they cannot call them out stronger than what Nancy Pelosi did. You know, John, I mean, that's I mean, to let a member of Congress just sort of carry on with that kind of a viewpoint and attack. You know, all we've heard about was that you know, last winter, and this was an attack on our democracy and all this stuff. John, some of the progressives in that part, they don't like our democracy. They want to tear it down. Yes, that's right. So I'm sorry, but like, you know, they just try to hide and patch up, you know, they, they just kind of lurch from one, you know, outrageous comment of someone like Omar to the next. That's what's happening. And you know, folks, you can uh, read her great work with the Sun Chronicle. She is Donna Perry. DJ, great job, and we'll talk to you again. Great to talk to you. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401 617 2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's Rhode Island Softwashing.com outside your home. Let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured, 
tree removal company with a licensed arborist, Yankee Tree Service. They provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, joining us right now, retired captain from the Texas Department of Public Safety Intelligence Counterterrorism Division. He managed the daily operations for the Texas Rangers Border Security, and he is, in fact, Jason Jones. Jason, uh, welcome to the John DePietro Show, and thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be with you today. Jason, uh, as you know, it's been in the news, the vice president seemingly refusing to go to the border. And a lot of people hear about just how dramatic and out of control the border is right now. Let's just start off with some basic problems that you're hearing that have developed since President Biden has taken office. Sure. I think the one thing that most Americans hear about is the immigration layer, right? We always hear about the numbers. And it's a legitimate reason because right now in the first eight months, we've had 929,000 apprehensions at the southwest border in the first eight months of this fiscal year. But there are other areas that are not talked about that affect the border. And really, with every surge, what we have seen are how the dynamics and the tactics change and what affects every American right now that we're seeing at that border is the human trafficking layer of so many people that the cartels are charging absorbent fees to cross. And then now they're here legally, but yet they're indebted to a cartel in a foreign country. We're seeing more fentanyl seizures than ever. And, uh, you know, we've got these apprehensions. So, you know, when we talk about fentanyl, we talk about human trafficking. Those are things that many Americans remember. It was a, as a problem we did not have in this country, but we do today. Folks, again, we're speaking with Jason Jones. And, and, and Jason, how urgent and important do you think it would be that the vice president be at the border and see firsthand the situation that's going on? Yeah, I think really now at this point, the politics of this have gotten so bad that I don't know what difference it's going to make. You know, the, the media is going to continue to tell her she needs to go. She went to Guatemala. And what point did, did that even have? And what I, what I mean to that is when we talk about who is coming across that border, it's not just Guatemalans. The world is coming. In Del Rio sector alone, just to give the listeners an example, that is a, a sector that is very small. It's about 18 miles across. And in the first eight months, they have already apprehended people from 70 different nations around the world. And I, that's one thing that I really want to come across with your listeners is that when you think of the border crisis or the border issue today, it is not a U.S.-Mexico or a U.S.-Central American problem. It is a global problem. And that those issues are going to have a direct effect to every American in this country because, look, every, every city, every town, every county is now a border community based on what the government is doing, moving these people into the entire interior of this country and now indebted through human trafficking to the cartels. We've never been here before. Jason, is it is it fair to say that as much as this has been going on, this really jump-started and kicked into gear uh, back in the beginning part of, of this year when it was very clear to many of these people that President Trump was leaving office and Joe Biden was entering office? Yes, no doubt. And... You can go to the CBP website and you can look at the data alone and it, and it validates that. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And, and to give you an example of that, in 2020, we had 458,000 apprehensions. In 2021, and that was for the whole year. 
in 2021 we're already at 929,000. So the data supports it. I mean, it's not it's not a perception, it's not a thought. The United States Customs and Border Protection data shows us that. And and Jason, um if you could also touch on the fact that there's huge amounts of money to be made for many of it and they hear the term coyote, but it's it's a full system that is up and running that is uh in, in, incredible right now with how much money is being made and that's that's just not easy to just shut down it's really not and the way we are dispersing these folks throughout the country is what worries me the most and let me let me kind of put this in perspective why in 2014 when we had the surge the average cost of a, of a migrant trying to cross the border was about a hundred dollars today in south texas Cartel de Gapa, also known as the Gulf Cartel, is charging, if you're a Mexican citizen, $2,500. None of them can afford that. If you're Central American, it's 3000 If you are uh, Chinese, it's 5000 And if you're Russian or you're Middle Eastern, it's $9,000. Now, that is only to cross the river. That does not include the travel through Mexico, nor does it include the cost to go through the country. So... These folks are completely indebted, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is not human smuggling. That is human trafficking, and what we have seen in this surge is a massive change directly into trafficking by the cartel. So think of this. These people are now throughout our country because this is what our government has done to us, but yet they're indebted for years and years to come to criminals in a foreign country, and I don't know if you all have heard about the wristbands the cartels are literally putting wristbands on children, on migrants, family units, everyone, to and determine who has paid and how much they've paid. And all of this goes into a database. And every month, they're expected to make those payments. And if they don't, that's where the extortions start. So I would stress to all sheriffs, all police chiefs, and directors of state police agencies, anyone that's listening, you need to prepare for the human trafficking that's hitting this country right now because it's a wave like we've never seen. And I'm not trying to be an alarmist. I'm telling you what's really happening down here. Folks, again, we're speaking with Jason Jones. And Jason, also touch on, you have a website. Uh, if you wouldn't mind just uh, giving that out and then touching on some of the information uh, that people can find and learn by visiting your web website. Sure, you can find me at tripwirestriggers.com. That's tripwirestriggers.com or also jasonjones.com. I post, just so you know, every single day what I call a daily sit rep to the American people. And I'll post that on my website or I'll post it on TikTok under Tripwires and Triggers. And it's a little quick kind of simulation of what law enforcement and the intelligence community do for leadership. Only we are doing that for the American people because I think one of the big problems that we've had is we've not shown them what has really been happening at the border and how it affects their families. And Jason, I mean, this sounds, it's gotten to the point, it's its obviously there's, there's lar- huge amounts of money involved, uh, very lucrative. That's where you, then you can also build in corruption when you have that kind of money. Uh, but it just, it sounds like it's, it's getting more sophisticated, not less. It, it really is. Uh, if you noticed, I didn't call the cartels the drug cartels because that's something they do. It's not what they are anymore. And I think that that's a story that's not really told to the American people. When you think of the cartels today, they are truly a parallel government with Mexico. When you think of CJNG, which is known as Cartel Jalisco New Generation, there are 48 countries around the world. Sinaloa cartel is in over 54. So they have truly evolved over the years and are much bigger than the American people have been told. And that's why we're doing what we're doing to, to get the word out. Now, here's the um, big question that a lot of people are waiting for and want to hear. And that is, is it fair to say what what is the biggest dynamic that has changed that has made it this bad so fast? Is it is it really this, the, the element that the Trump policies – uh, were effective enough to try to curb against a lot of this? It, it is quite a few things, actually. Um, despite what everyone is told, when, you know, I've been on that border for a very long time during my career, and I've been down there the last three weeks out of, out of, I mean, out of four weeks, I've been on the border three weeks straight. And if you talk to these migrants and you ask them, why are you here? And I ask them that all the time, straight out from Arizona to Del Rio to South Texas. And what I am told everywhere consistently 
is because we were told that if we come, we can make it. Mm. And perception drives migration patterns. Now, we had several other layers to that, which is true. The COVID issue really shut down normal migration numbers throughout Central and South America, uh, including across the world. So we had a real kind of, of slow build up and when the biden administration and you have to remember as as we were going through this national campaign those things were being heard around the world that yes you'll get health care yes you'll get all these things and so when uh, biden took office i don't even believe that they were aware of the level of what was coming because look by the end of this year we still got four months left to go in fiscal year 2021 we will be well over 1.5 million at this rate huh, apprehended wow. That, and just so everyone knows, um, to, just to kind of put this in perspective, you hear about the monthly apprehensions. And for the month of May, it was 180,000. But there's another number that law enforcement does not release, and those are what are called gotaways, meaning that a Border Patrol agent observes someone getting into the country or a censor observes someone getting into the country. That was at 51,000 for just the month of May. Those were not included in the apprehension numbers in addition to, never mind the ones we just have no idea about. Folks, again, he is Jason Jones. Jason, uh, great job, great to talk to you, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks for having me. Be safe. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, LawnDoctor.com, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, LawnDoctor.com, or call them 401 392 1025. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies you can depend on on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Oh, oh, oh. 